Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to the Cat Builder Talk Radio Show with your host, small business expert, Mark Parham. Real talk with real people talking about real issues facing small business and our community today. To be a guest or for more information, go to capbuildertalk.com. Post comments on facebook.com forward slash capbuildernetwork. Enjoy the show. Welcome to another episode of Cat Builder Talk with your host, Mark Parham. Real talk with real people, talking about real issues, facing small business in our community today, helping you to build the capacity to change your life, helping you to walk in your purpose. Today we're going to be having a conversation about some of the lessons we learned from... I know we can't get it all in on this show today, but we're going to at least start talking about it. I'm going to first, I'm going to come back and do the Cat Builder Minute. I'm going to talk about something near and dear to my heart, business plan, why you need one. Just about three minutes. Then I'm going to go into interviewing uh, Mohammed Zaire. A lot of you might remember him from, he's been about seven years ago. He hosted a lot of my shows. He's an executive coach, trainer, and brand marketing consultant. And we're going to talk about some of the lessons that we learned, some of the business lessons, physically, spiritually, mentally, and emotionally. I know we can't cover all topics, but we're going to try to do what we can. For those of you that are working on your business plan, I've created a site called writemybizplan.com, free tools to help you write that content. I'll talk about more about that another time. So schedule your coaching session with me. But we're going to go back. I'm going to take a little break. And when I come back, we're going to start having this conversation. All today on the Cat Builder Talk Radio Show. I'll be right back. People are always looking to invest in a good opportunity. So what if you could invest in the future of kids, like a stock? Not the kind of stock that's about making money, but a stock for social change called Better Futures. With your investment, it helps students like me go to college. My name is Charles, and I'm your dividend. Invest in Better Futures with UNCF. Visit uncf.org slash invest. A mind is a terrible thing to waste, but a wonderful thing to invest in. Brought to you by UNCF and the Ad Council. When I was little, I didn't talk for a long time. I was sensitive to lights and sounds, so I built secret hiding places where they couldn't get in. Sometimes, I did the same things over and over, until one day, I found out I had autism. My family got me help. 
Slowly, I learned how to live with it better. Early intervention can make a lifetime of difference. Learn the signs at autismspeaks.org slash signs. Brought to you by Autism Speaks and the Ad Council. Welcome back to the Cat Builder Talk radio show with your host, Mark Parham. Real talk with real people. Talking about real issues facing small business and our community today. talk to you just for a few minutes about the importance of a business plan. So just take with me about three minutes and I'll get this done and we'll get to having this conversation about why and what we learned during COVID. So um, first thing that I want to talk about is if you're starting a business, there's no short of advice that you can get on how to register your business name and get a tax ID, deciding on your structure and everything like that. But you got to have a plan. I think we're going to talk about some of that tonight. So a lot of you didn't have one. You had it in your head, but you didn't have it written out. And I just want to give you about five reasons why you really do need one. Number one, it's going to help steer your business as you start and grow. It's going to be your GPS. You'll figure out how to structure, run, and grow your business. And it's a way to think through the details on it. It it really will help you. It's not as hard as you think. It's written about your business. You know, it's just going to project out three to five years. But it's a living document. Okay? It's a part of your business. It's part of your project. But it's not that hard. you got to break it down into many plans. i got some tools that are going to help you do that. But it's also going to help you reach milestones because you're going to put certain things in your plan, goals, and objectives. And as you move forward, you're going to hit these things. And it helps you to hit these milestones. It also, and I think a lot of you are going to find out, that's going to help you get funding. And there's not much or some of the funding that's available for small business today that you don't have to walk in with a business plan. Does it have to be that 30-page monster? No. One-page canvas, business summary. People just want to know that you understand your business and you understand the numbers. But there's no wrong way to do this. But you got to do it. You know, uh, some people have one-page canvases. There's there's a plan format that's going to work for you. You know, my website that I talked about earlier is a site that helps you create the content for whatever plan or tool that you decide to use but you got to have it write your write my biz plan b-i-z plan.com go there and uh, you'll find out how to do this so that's my uh, cat builder minute for the night I'm going to go to break and when I come back we're going to start talking about Brothers, I hear about some of the lessons that we learned. So, this is Mark Parham, Captain Builder Radio Show. I'll be back in a moment.
idea how hard it would be and what I would need to know. The things I never thought of, like how to improve her mood and ways for me to stay positive. Luckily, I found the Caregiving Resource Center from AARP. It had articles about the basics, but also information about the hurdles I was facing. Caregiving Resource Center at aarp.org slash caregiving. Articles, tips, and tools to help you both care for your loved one and care for yourself. Brought to you by AARP and the Ad Council. Hi, Mom. Is Claire's birthday party today? Me again, Mom. Where did I put my history book? Hi. Sorry, forgot one last thing. Sometimes it's hard to concentrate. At school, I start looking out the window, and then I forget what I was supposed to be thinking about. I know it seems like I don't care, but I do. It's just difficult for me. Love you, Mom. Bye. Join parents and experts at understood.org, a free online resource about learning and attention issues to help your child thrive. Brought to you by understood.org and the Ad Council. Mark Parham, I'm back. We're going to have this conversation about some of the lessons that we learned. You know, COVID forced a lot of businesses to learn very hard lessons about how things can change, regardless of how well things were going previously. Some businesses had to close down. A lot of us were negatively impacted in one way or another. But one thing all these businesses had in common is that they're part of a new era in which we have to apply some of the new lessons that we've learned. You know, a few lessons like we know that it's going to take longer for small business to recover from this crisis. You're going to have to keep your business flexible and, you know, just being able to make moves. And we learned that there's some longstanding inequities that still exist and it may worsen a crisis. And more needs to be done in the way of fair taxes and access to capital. So for the next, for the rest of the show, um, I'm going to introduce my main man here, Brother Mohammed Zaire. He's an executive coach. He's a trainer. He's a uh, all world. Uh, he's an uh, Obi Wan Kenobi. How do, how do we say that? <laughs> you know, uh, you were there with me from the very beginning, my brother. You yeah. know, and you know, when I was trying to put this show together, I started thinking about who can I have this conversation with that's been here before with me that uh, that we can talk now. So I tell you what, Mama, why don't you introduce yourself and tell people who you are? Let me first give you a little bit of this real quick. Okay. All right. Okay. All right. Go ahead. All righty. Thank you, Mark. It's uh, always a pleasure to to be with you, to sit down and chop it up, as you like to say, and that's basically what we're going to do this evening. Chop it up, get it defined, perhaps look at it from a number of different ways. And what what we're looking at is what I call this disruptive environment or this disruptive destiny. And we'll talk about that and a number of other things. But, yeah, my purpose is really very simple. Um, it's been demonstrated in a lot of different ways, mostly in terms of my business, which was uh, your trusted advisors. 
which dealt primarily with creating what I call a purpose-led branding platform, both for your business and for yourself. And there was a lot of things that went behind that. And, you know, I worked with lots of different people, CEOs, executives, just a number of people doing something very simple. And that was helping them to understand why are they here? You know, that question, why am I here? Oh, God, why am I here? They say that more than 90% of people will ask that question of themselves, of their supreme being, why am I here? They'll ask that question before they die. We need to ask and answer that question now so that we can have the fruits of that answer, the blessing that comes from that answer, the clarity that comes from that answer, and the energy that comes from that answer. So, so what so do I tell do? Me this. I help people move in that direction. So tell me this. Now, I think that that's probably a great way to start out this conversation because I think the COVID situation forced a lot of people to ask themselves that question. Well, not yes. only ask, but answer it. So let's, yeah. let's start with that philosophy right there. Do you think yeah. that that may be one of the number one lessons that we learned during COVID that we asked ourselves why and we actually answered? Yeah, yeah, a great way of saying it. All of life is about asking why. <laughs> okay, let me let me break it down this way. It's the way I, I, I often speak to people about it because I think it's – People think there's a big mystery around purpose and a big mystery around why. Well, there can be unless you decide to approach it almost like a child. And what do I mean by that? I first want people to understand that in my view of life, okay, I see life as the opportunity to have experiences, good experiences, bad experiences, not so wonderful experiences. All of life is built around experiences. That's why we're here, to have experiences. What do we do with the experiences? Well, if we learn from whatever the experience showed us, we gain wisdom. And if we gain wisdom, then we are in a position now to go out into the world and use that wisdom for the betterment of the world, the betterment of society, betterment of all that comes thereafter. So the process. Have experiences. doesn't make a difference whether it's good or bad. Develop wisdom from those experiences. And with that wisdom, go out in the world and be in service. Just that so as, Yeah, okay. So as far as COVID and some of the lessons yeah. that we've learned from that, I so, think understanding our why. So what are some of the things that you witnessed some business owners kind of dealing with? You know, and, you know, I don't usually do this. Hold on mm-hmm. one second. I don't usually yeah. do this. You know, if people want to call in and maybe make a statement, um, uh, you can dial in at 267-521-0105 and press number one. So I know you're in the queue, but you don't have to. I offer that sometimes, and we end up just continuing our conversation. But I do want to let people know that they can call in. But getting back to you from the standpoint yeah. of – some of the lessons that we learned. So let's just talk about some of the major lessons that, that we learned uh, just being business owners and dealing with it from COVID. Well, this idea of that I spoke initially of a disrupted destiny, 
What do I mean by that? I mean that things don't go smoothly, number one. That's not what life is about. It's not about how smooth can we make it. It's not about always having all the good stuff and and none of the hard stuff. We're also at a time when people are doing things differently than they did it before. Sometimes we look at that as the, and we name it by different, with different generations, like the X generation, or the Y generation, or what have you. Mm-hmm. Basically, what they have been showing us is that there is another way of doing things. They are disrupting the old way of doing things and replacing them with something new. Well, COVID was a perfect example of that. It said to us, the workplace has changed. You can still get the same amount of work done, but you don't have to leave the house. What do you mean to save about more? (laughs) Get more work done. (laughs) Yeah. Well, more work means a lot of different things, okay? It could mean, before I even go there, let, let me say to you what the foundation is for for me, and I believe a lot of successful business people, I'll break it down to some three or four books, three books in particular. If you haven't read and digested these books, you will not be prepared for the future. The first book, everybody should know these, The Power of Now by Eckhart Tolle. Most important part there is the only thing that is real is the present moment. The past The past is a present moment remembered, and the future is a, is, a, is a present moment hoped for. Really important concept. The book, of All course, right. takes that idea and goes further. Next book, Seven Habits of Highly Successful People. Okay, we, oh my gosh. I'll say this. The most important one in that was their first principle. First things first, second things never. What's that mean? Basically, I get up in the morning and have a list. I start out with the first thing. Boom. After I complete that, I go on to the next first thing, meaning the next most important thing I have to do that day. That list can change as the day goes on. But I'm always working on the most important thing for me to do, not the second most important thing for me to do. Really big principle. And the last one, a lot of people miss this one, but it's the four-hour work week by uh, Tim yeah. Ferriss. Yeah. Oh, my God. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, I, I used to have four-hour work week on one side of my bed and then King James on the other side of my bed. <laughs> they, they were both my Bibles. But, yeah, you're, yeah. you're right about those things. But do you think that a lot of these principles, really, in all three of these books, is what people really have to do now? We yes. kind of had a kind of had a reset. Yes, absolutely. You know? They should have been doing it before because if they had done it before, this wouldn't have been such a slam slam dunk on them. Sorry, well, it wouldn't have been a little disruptive to them because they would have moved. They would have shifted before our work you know, is all. I'm sorry. Go ahead. But what was really surprising was how resilient a lot of business owners were. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, they hadn't done it before, but a lot, a lot of people. My and I was feet on the ground. I just saw a lot of business owners making the shift. Yes. And they but made why were they able to make the shift, though, Mark? In your opinion? Uh, that's a great question. A lot of I, I, I don't know if there's a one standard reason why. Um, 
I, I, I don't know the answer to that question. I think that's one of the conversations I'm trying to establish tonight. And yeah. maybe uh, if anybody wants to call in and chime in on that, 267-521-0105. Uh, they can call in. But why do you think it was? Well, you know, I think that these three books speak to how one develops resilience. They do it by a disruptive mindset. What do I mean by that? I mean a mindset that doesn't go along with what everybody else is doing. They're looking for the answer to the problem, whatever the problem may be. In fact, it's often spoke of that whenever a problem exists, at the same time, so does the solution. So these are people who are able to shift because they could see and identify the problem and then look for the answer in, from their experiences. Their experiences allow them to see what they could do next. For those who were so brand new that they didn't have any experiences to fall back on, they had the greatest amount of difficulty. You know, as an entrepreneur, we often start out with one business or one product, and then we move to another one because the first one yeah. wasn't doing so well. Then we have to get to another one, the fourth one. And by the time we get through, we may actually have five or six products in our wheelhouse, and they all may be, be beneficial, but some may be at a 10% of, 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 of net income, and others may be closer to 60% of net income. Okay. Well, that tells us something. Tells yeah. us something about not only our product, but who wants our product, which is another important understanding of. I tell you what, I see someone out here. We got a caller coming in, um, and I, you know I don't I don't normally do this, but I'm gonna yeah, go, go ahead. ahead. Invite the, go I'm ahead. Invite the caller in. <laughs> caller, your last four digits are one nine five one. I want to let you in. Oh, oh, oh! Wait oh, a minute. Wait a minute. No, that's the wrong one. I think that's one wrong of my digits. All right, hold on. Here we go right here right now. 1951, welcome to the show. Who am I speaking to? Hey, Mark, it's Chris from the Wim Sisterhood. All right, all right, Chris. How are the you Wim doing? Sisterhood. I love that. <laughs> hey, fellas, I just wanted to dial in. Mark is asking, you know, about business owners that were able to move uh, through COVID. And yeah. what we saw with our sisters was that the ones who had already embraced had either already embraced technology or they had already embraced the idea of technology. Those were the ones that seemed to pivot a little bit smoother because they were willing, you know, hair salons that were willing to do some things differently. If you can't do hair in the salon, well, how do you get folks to come in and get their color? How do you make that efficient enough that it's a, you know, that your ROI on it is high enough? Um, you know, some folks switched to digital products or courses. They got, you know, really into social media. Part of the reason that TikTok hmm. took off with, you know, right. the Probably right. dancing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So uh, I just wanted to give this short and quick. That, that's what we no, thought. No, but, you know, I, but, I, but I think you're absolutely correct. Those that, because even yeah. the organization I work for, I understood technology, so we were able to make the flip very quickly. Yes. Yeah. And I think think technology, understanding it, you understand how you can just make that switch. You know, so I think you're right. I think people that have embraced technology 
I think you're absolutely correct. Yeah. Thanks for calling in. Absolutely. absolutely. And continue to listen. Yeah, because there's something that in the four-hour work week, uh, Tim Ferriss speaks about um, what he calls the DEAL, D-E-A-L-S. It's an acronym for definition, mm-hmm. define what it is that you want and what you want to accomplish, basically vision and mission. Elimination, get rid of everything that's not part of your vision or mission. Automation, which is technology. He was able through technology to do in one hour what took other people, you know, a whole lot longer to do. And then the last one was what he called liberation, which is minimal effort, maximal results or maximum results. I tell you what, man, we're going to go take a short break. And we're going to come back and continue this dialogue. We're not going to keep people long tonight, but I do need to take a short break. And we'll be right back. You're listening to Mark Parham and Mohammed Zaire on the Cat Builder Talk radio show. We'll be back in a moment. enjoyed your meal and I just want to say he's lucky to have a brother like you lucky caring for my brother is far from easy but he's a part of me like my arms and legs so I'll be his no time for tired nothing can disable this love he needs me but I'm the lucky one even though I need help now and then if you're caring for a loved one visit aarp.org caregiving for care guides and community support for your strength brought to you by aarp and the ad council It only takes a minute to find out if you may have prediabetes. And you can do it at doihaveprediabetes.org. But you're probably not going to, are you? Kids, work, listening to the radio. You're busy, which is great because busy people can't get prediabetes. Oh my, I read that wrong. (laughs) They can. Should have worn my glasses. So visit doihaveprediabetes.org and take a short test because prediabetes can be reversed. Brought to you by the Ad Council and its prediabetes awareness partners. Welcome back to the Cat Builder Talk radio show with your host, Mark Parham. Real talk with real people, talking about real issues facing small business and our community today. Hey, this is Mark, and I'm back. Mohammed's back, man. You know, I think we're going to just do, like, just a few more minutes tonight. So, you know, because I want to continue this conversation. I think we got started great. But what I'd like you to do is... um, we know where we've been. We know some of the lessons we learned. What are two or three things that we need to start doing to really take the lessons that we learn and, and utilize them in a positive way? Well, I think that the first thing we have to do is understand what our vision and mission is. And gotcha. we do that in business, and we also should be doing that in in our personal lives. I think that when we look at people like our, um, Tim Ferriss and his, and his outstanding book, one of the things that he spoke of was that you had to define what it was or what it is that you want. A lot of people don't take the time to really do that. And I think it's important for us to do that because then we can stay on course. 
then we know where we're going. And if we have to make a turn here, we can always get back on, on course because we've defined it. And I think that's what we all have to do, even more so in this environment. So that's right, how that's I number one. All right, mm-hmm. number two. What's number two? Number two would be, well, it kind of gets a little play on, on, on uh, Ferris's work here. He speaks about something called lifestyle design. And what yeah, do you, yeah. What do you want your life to, to be about? What do you want to do? I mean, how do, you, how do you want your life to go? Do you want to live on the beach? Do you want to live in the mountains? Do you want to work from home and not have to go in? You I know, like or what, what is your, what, how do you see yourself in the future? You have to have a vision of yourself in the future if you want to get there. Otherwise, you're just having the same day over and over and over again. Not so good. You know, I kind of like that. You know, I uh, have a tool uh, on my site about your brand. What do you want your brand to be? What do you want your life to be? How do people see you? How do you want to be seen? What do people think you do? What do you want people to think you do? You got to design that and not let it happen by accident. That's right. Absolutely correct. I I think we all have an unintended lifestyle but you're saying make our lifestyle more, you know, something yeah. of what we do because we're yeah. brothers, we're sisters, we're husbands, yeah. we're wives, you know, um, we're children. I mean, we have unintended, but we need to be more intentional about it. What's the, what's the third thing that you can think of? Well, again, I think that the third thing goes to understanding and valuing your experiences. I don't think many That's people you. do that. They, they either see the experiences as being good, which, oh, yeah, wonderful, let's have more of that. And, oh, those are bad. Oh, I don't ever want to do that again. I, oh, my God, that, you know, it was destroying me. Well, both the good and the bad have tremendous value because they tell you about you. They point back to you as the things that you need to understand and how you relate to the world. Without that, you're kind of like, you know, going down, going down the river with no rudder. You know, you can't wow. steer. But people are wow. afraid to look at their things that are hurtful or that give them pain. Right. Yeah. In pain, there's wisdom. Yeah, but and we don't get. We don't want to get it that way. Yeah, so we got we to find your vision, <laughs> lifestyle design. Third one was. It's about understanding your your experiences. Understanding your experiences, okay. Paying attention so, to them. So I tell Honor you what, <laughs> I want to have another conversation about this. Um, we don't have to do any more tonight, but I, I think that a lot of things that you talked about tonight, you know, I, I label the show Lessons Learned. So it's not so much about the lessons we learned, it's about how to apply what we've learned. Maybe that's yeah. what I should have called the show. Because I think what you've talked about, give me the name of those three books again. It is um, The Power of Now by Eckhart Tolle, Seven Habits of Highly Successful People. For a moment, it escapes my memory. (laughs) But Four Hour Work Week, Tim Ferriss. Yeah, you know, I got got all those. You know what is so great now? Those are out on audio book, too. Yes. (laughs) So, you know, I I, I have Tim Ferriss' book on audio book, so... 
But Brother Mohammed, I want to thank you for coming out tonight. We're going to have you come back and have another conversation. All righty, brother. It's a, always and, a pleasure uh, speaking with you and your wife. Yeah, um, I think that comment about technology was... Uh, yeah, people right that on. understood technology was right on. Yeah, I think. And, you know, right so maybe on. in the next conversation we'll invite a few more business owners into the conversation to get some viewpoints on how people changed and what they saw. Cool. Very good, brother. All Pleasure. right, man. I, I appreciate you. I love you too, my brother. You All take right. care of yourself. Okay. Oh, Stephen Covey. Stephen Covey was the. Uh, yeah, Stephen yeah. Covey. Seven yeah. habits of highly effective people. All right. <laughs> good deal. All right, Thank my you. brother. Bye-bye. Hey, so this is Mark Parham, Cat Miller Talk Radio Show. We just talked just a little bit tonight about some of the lessons that we learned. I guess more importantly, how to apply what we've learned and what were some of the things that helped us learn. We found, you know, technology, you know, understanding our vision, you know, our lifestyle. These are things we need to work on, and I'm going to be here to work with you on this. But if you're working on your business plan, like I said, go to writemybizplan.com. You can schedule coaching with me. The coaching, the tools are free. The coaching is not. But you can do it all yourself. It's all free. That's one of the things that I found that people needed to have their business ideas out of their head and on the paper. So I created these tools in order for you to do that. So check these tools out. Go to my site. Schedule some time with me. Thanks for listening. I look forward to our next encounter. Thank you for joining us this evening on the Capabilder Talk radio show with your host, Mark E. Parham. It is our mission to provide you with the information you need to make educated decisions, decisions that will help you walk in your purpose. To be a guest or for more information, go to capbuildertalk.com. Please post comments on facebook.com forward slash capbuildertalk. We hope you enjoy the show.